Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Robert Cuffington, a.k.a. Diddy Hendricks. And to my left is my wonderful co-host, as always. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ellie Nicole. A.k.a. that not-so-ball-headed, always still a badass. A.k.a. Toximus Prime, a.k.a. 71 North Warrior. <laughs> the Xena Warrior 71 North. The Xena Warrior Princess of 71 North. A.k.a. that hard-headed little baby. Friend, I'm a little down today. Why, friend? I'm a little down. What happened? What, what you do? We came up off of like a really great weekend. We had a lot of fun this weekend. And we'll tap into that here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody. Right. We look good as a unit. Mm-hmm. I ain't getting I ain't get a really good picture. Yo, that's how I know I had fun. Because I did not get a real picture. I'm sick, though, because I needed niggas to. I know, nigga. Diddy had his chest out. <laughs> Gold, fronts was, bottoms was in. Chest was out. I had, to, had, to have ring, I had rings on, bro. And a full-length fur. Seven rings. And a, and a full-length fur. You and Beloved look good as a unit. Shout out to y'all. I, and sh- we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> your situations. I, we'll talk about my we'll, situations. We'll talk about your situations. You know. But why are you down? Today was one of those very full circle moments for me mm-hmm. where sometimes cutting corners isn't, when you cut corners, you got to end up going backwards anyway, right? You like, like, you know how like you, t- you, Fall this shortcut was going to get you there faster, but it's really taking you mad long, and now you got to get back on the highway. Oh, I just got to like do it the way I, I should have done things to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you were paying attention this weekend, I brought a little date. You're right, great guy. You know, solid, solid, solid yeah. gentleman. Actually, yeah, he's very quiet, very reserved. Which in this friend group is different, very different. So it came across like. He don't fuck with niggas for real. Yeah, but that's not the case. He had nothing but great things to say about everybody. Like, nothing but great things. He's like, bro, these are really your friends. Like, I can see them at our wedding. Time out, time out, time out. Hold on. 20 second time out. Flag on the play. Excuse me, nigga. <laughs> let's run it back. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Re- rewind that. So, I said wedding. And niggas went on to say, like, yeah, Alex, like, I, I want a future with you. I want, this is what I want with you. And I said, okay. I'm going to fuck with you. <laughs> Instead of I'm going to head out? Yeah, like I'm going to fuck with you. Okay, let's see. Let's, let, let us see. Right? Right. Let us see. Mm-hmm. So, come to the realization that like, it's time to have the talk with the rest of the roster, bro. Whew. I don't envy you. I do not envy you. I really have to send out, like, the iOS press release. Please, uh, please respect my privacy during this trying time. You know, I, 
it's not you, it's me. Wait. I was actually having this conversation with CJ. Mm-hmm. And we really did bond during cabin season. So, like, shout out to him. But I was having this conversation with CJ, and he was like, Alex, you have to choose. Like, you really just have to say, do you actually, like, do you... Do you belong to the streets or not? Yeah, like, what do you... You can't have the streets and a relationship. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And especially because you really, like, want something. You want something a little bit more serious than what Fam, the fuck you, you're doing but now. The announcements you gave me over the weekend require you to stop playing now. Yeah, like, right now. Like, like, like what you want in... Like, yesterday would have been a better time. Today's the second best time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, as someone who, not too far ago, had to do the same, like, come to Jesus moment, where you kind of, like, bring in your, your star players, your reserves, your backups, and be like, look, look, this is great. This is fun. And, 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 and in all seriousness, like, we joke around it. <laughs> it's it's shitty to, to cut somebody off and they didn't do anything wrong. They have done nothing wrong. I love all my boyfriends. I, like... It's not even a hyperbole statement. I treat all of my boyfriends like boyfriends because they are boyfriends. We're just not commit. It's not committed. But you're my boyfriend. We use the term boyfriend and girlfriend very differently, me and you. Yeah, but like you are my boyfriend for this allotted amount of time. For you this know, space. you know, you know, there's when, a future lyric for this, right? When you're in my space, you are my man. What you do when I'm not around is not my business. Just when I am around. And your actual girlfriend's around, keep my name out your mouth. I'm in a relationship with all my bitches, yeah. I love, I love, I love all of them. I do. But I want commitment. I want one-on-one focus. I want just you. And I think I figured that out. And we had some conversations about who will remain off wax. Yeah. For, for the respect of everyone involved. Um, as far as uh, just like that entire weekend and kind of how that entire thing came into play. But, uh, uh, but if you saw me post it up, mind your business. Um, <laughs> we pop up at your party. <laughs> I'm with the gang. My close friends saw it first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, again, so the the thing that you have to kind of figure out now is like, okay the start's always beautiful it's like the longevity piece is this long-term sustainable and you can't figure that out until you try it right right um but also we get we're getting we're closer to 30 than we are 20 and we don't want our time wasted necessarily but also if you learn as long as you learn something you didn't waste your time in the middle since i'm getting off on this tangent i'm getting i'm getting this shit off my chest any fucking way I don't even know. I don't. Oh, shit. I found out my ex-husband has a baby on the way. Oh, we, oh so we get we getting there. We're going there. Okay. And not that my feelings have any right to be upset. I am not. My feelings are not hurt. How I found out was a little messy. Not necessarily his fault, though. Yeah, he wasn't 100% being the messy one as far as how you found out. Yeah. I found out because somebody decided to like spill, quote unquote, spill beans. And like, it really just wasn't even their place to open up their mouth to begin with. And then you wanted to spill beans. Like, it was messy. 
but nonetheless, it was one of those situations where now had me and my ex-husband stayed together, we'd be working on four years together, three years of marriage. So naturally, this would be where we're at. Before we like fell off, we were on our way to like trying for a baby. Right, because because again, you buy you guys both came into the relationship with children. We wanted one together. Right, right. So in my head, which is I cannot wait to go back to my therapist. In my head, it's like, were you was was the plan that we put together right? Mm-hmm. Was that just your blueprint? It was like, oh, insert wife here. Or were these plans specific to me? And you just got into a groove, got into a routine. And naturally for you, one, like one month, you don't stop no show. One wife don't stop no show. And just insert plan with someone else that, you know what I mean? So you want my advice? I, I've already blocked niggas because I don't want to talk. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk. Okay. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing to say. For your sanity and for your mental health, I need you to understand that the butterfly effect is real. We don't know what the end goal would have been if you guys stayed together. We just know y'all didn't. For the best. Because you, you now versus you in that relationship, two totally different people. I like this version of you a lot better. You like this version of you a lot better. So that is what we need to focus on. I just... How do I say this? Because I do like this version of me. But like you said, it's starting to come full circle that I am not getting any younger. And watching my friends and really close people to me have baby announcements and get married and, and find significant others and like really and, and, and be happy about that brings together the fact of like, okay, Alex, what, what do you want? Not what are you doing? Because I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. And you're running your race. Into- I am at, at my pace and I'm not, it's not a comparison game, but it is, it, it does make you ask the question, what the fuck do you want? And when and if that shows up, can you receive it? And sometimes the packages that we want don't always show up. Well, the gift that we want doesn't always show up in the package that we want it to show up in. Everything ain't Amazon Prime, two-day delivery, clean. Right. So and that's what I struggle with because I'm just like, dog, everything in my life doesn't have to be so fucking tumultuous or dramatic. It does not have to always just be that. Certain things are just beautiful. So the simple things are just that simple. And sometimes that's the answer. Sometimes it just makes sense. I don't want to also don't want to come across like I'm trying to put it, fit a square inside a circle. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. don't force it. But if it, if it works, it works. And we know comparison is a thief of joy. Right. And I think we often have to understand. We say, we say this a lot on this here platform. We are comparing everyone else's highlight reels to our behind-the-scenes director's cut footage. And for every every pregnancy announcement, every baby announcement, ain't ain't a, ain't a happy story that led up to that. You don't always see. You don't always see everything, and you're not supposed to. You're not. And, and it, so I think because we see what people, social media, we we see people's curated experiences. 
If you see something on social media, it's because I wanted you to see it because I have the option of choosing what I post. So you see the man crush Wednesday, the woman crush Wednesday post or the lack of thereof of that. And you choose to kind of like paint that narrative based off of what you see. But you don't, we are not supposed to know the background of that because it's not any of our business. Cause we weren't in that. We weren't in the mud with that. The same can be said for our own livelihoods. We were, we know all the bullshit that we dealt with to get to where we at. We know all the bullshit that we dealt with to get to the happy points that we post. Right. Whether we choose to post the not happy points or not is on us. And depending on what level of transparency in quotation marks you want to have. But we choose that. And so, but we remember that. So we remember the bullshit that we dealt with to get to the baby announcements, the wedding announcements, the engagement announcements. And we compare everyone else's wedding announcements, baby announcements. And we don't see, we see the end of a lot of people's journeys. Well, we're still in the middle of ours. Right. So, yes, you, you're allowed to feel. You're allowed to like. It's just, and it's not even like it's not even like I'm jealous or I'm mad about it. It's not that. Actually, no. I'm gonna not gonna hold you. I am a little jealous. Absolutely, absolutely. Because in my version of right, W R I G H T. In my version of right, like that was our, that was my story, and in my lifestyle is just starkly different than that. You 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 felt like. I'm not. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. You feel like, like that was supposed to be our baby. Is that what you like? I'm asking. Is it creepy to say it like that? Yeah, but in my head, it's just like, if yeah, a little bit. Like those plans were ours. I'm happy that you are happy. I am so happy you're happy. There are parts of me that are just like, that happiness doesn't include me anymore. Yeah, um, as tough as that is to accept in anyone, like yeah. even even if something as smaller as like seeing your ex flourishing with some other nigga or just flourishing in life after she after she didn't you know we done broke up like and you're like, damn, I ain't seen you that happy in a minute. Like you were you know you weren't that happy towards the end with me. Like, you weren't you know so like yeah, it's natural to be like, okay, all right. Now you want to go like now you want to glow up on niggas after okay right. sure sure sis but I think again that's we're compare it's comparison like we the only thing that we have to control is us we have to focus on controlling the controllables and the controllables isn't what our ex husband or ex wife or ex girlfriend or ex boyfriend is doing after us that's not the controllables and then you start the the seed of doubt like. Did you make these plans specifically for me or did you make these plans and I was just again like insert person here? Right. I don't know. To 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 be to be honest in where I'm looking where I'm looking at, that doesn't matter in your path to your own happiness. Because right. your path clearly diverted from that original path and And ain't it a blessing? Like ain't God good. You feel me? So we have to kind of make sure that like when we talk about like our lively our life path, our livelihood, whatever has happened is what it was meant to happen through our ancestors, through the higher power, through God, through Jesus, through the cosmos, whatever you believe in. Mm-hmm. How it's played out is how it's supposed to play out. Right. So yeah. 
It's just, I walked into a lot. This past two days have just been heavy for your girl. So, you know, just my energy. Y'all know me. I'm not going to give it to you. You know, if I ain't feeling it, I ain't fucking feeling it, okay? <laughs> but anyway, friend, let's get into this weekend. Yeah. How was your weekend, friend? You are a handful and a half. You, personally. What? Yes. So, this weekend, so this weekend, we, um again, <laughs> visited Why a- do I never get a compliment? First of all, you get all you get mad. Why do I never get a who fucking gave you compliment? the caption for your Instagram video? Okay, fair, but I never get it. I had I had a ball with Alex this weekend. So if you didn't cut me off, we could have. Because you the, you started off fucked if, up. If I if I but sometimes you got to lead with jokes and then come around to love. Okay, sure. It's always jokes. It's always jokes. The jokes are eternal. Listen, <laughs> death. The jokes, bro. There's three things in life that you all that you know you can count on: death, taxes, and these jokes. Okay. Shit talk is our love language. You know this. Don't act brand new in front I of know. company. Maybe I'm just hypersensitive. Today. I was like, don't act brand new in front of company. I'm ovulating. Like, like <laughs> I like, like we didn't just spend like six hours yesterday chopping it up. Don't don't act brand new in front you, of company. I just don't act brand new in front of company. Helping? Can I be? Can can I ovulate? Can I be in my fucking feelings right now? Let me have my hormonal moment. I don't have a lot of them, okay? Let me have my fucking moment. You could do whatever you like. I can't wait to go home and throw a tantrum. You could do whatever you like. I've been wanting to throw a tantrum all day. That's great. And when I say throw a tantrum, I'm going to blast like He-Man, She-Man hating music. Nigga hating club. Nigga hating music. I I bust the windows out your car. Yeah, Uh, I care. Resentment. Rainy alarm. All that shit. <laughs> That's fine. I, and, and listen, breaking dishes. Listen. I'm telling you, I'm going to run a bubble bath. I'm going to smoke my weed. I'm going to drink my wine. And I'm literally just not going to answer my phone until tomorrow morning. That's great. That and is you t- have the autonomy Ooh, to do that. And I'm going to heat up the salmon I made yesterday. And you have the autonomy Ooh. to do that. I also have the autonomy to not let you do that to me. Anyway, friend, your weekend. <laughs> so, so we went to our second home. It is our second home. Um, some people still think it's our first home, but yeah, fuck uh, it. Fuck shit, it. they up there looking for jobs for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we went up. To, so it was a big weekend. It, we we believe in celebrating compliments. So um, first things first, we had uh, orange soda, vintage. Um, so vintage for those who kind of were a little bit later onto the orange soda situation, which mm-hmm. me, and you ain't the only one because like we. I'm not one of those people who was like, y'all wasn't back, y'all wasn't outside then. Like, I, we encourage growth of our people's partnerships. Yeah, absolutely. We encourage new fans. But niggas weren't outside. Niggas weren't outside. I wasn't outside. It's okay. So, when Soda started as a BYOB function in different event spaces, they brought, they brought that back for one, like one night only. So, we pull up. Our friends ain't shit because they la- they allowed us. <laughs> they to really go- allowed us to go out of town together by ourselves. We and, like we don't need an adult. And that's that's why I was like, listen, anytime me and Alex go out, we always need an adult in the room. Because we last Friday night got away from us very quickly. Um, because if we don't have an adult in the room, we start making decisions like we're gonna drink tequila tonight. Like that- looked at each other and was like, we'll save our bottles for tomorrow. <laughs> Stupid. We don't drink light liquor. <laughs> So that's what I say. Like I, we when me and you go out, I, even in Cincinnati, but especially if we travel somewhere, we need an adult in the room, and there was no adults in the room. So last Friday night got away from us very quickly. We um, shout out to 
Shout out to uh Twan, shout out to uh, shout out to Tay. Our, our our family from Detroit came down. No, they already told us we good. Our family yeah, our family from Detroit came down and we kicked it. We had a ball. Friday night got away from us very quickly. I don't remember leaving the party. I don't remember you leaving the party. I just remember looking at my phone and you texting me like I'm our, I'm at the Airbnb already. I'm like, when did you leave? And I know better than do that dumbass shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking like, when the fuck did you leave? I don't remember getting home. I floated home. I floated home. I don't um, remember. And so, yeah, because there's, listen, at a certain point, let's, if you want to know how trash Friday night was, here's the, the list of liquors that I drank. <laughs> we had uh, Daily on Tequila. Had some. We had Patron. Drank that. Um, We had Hennessy. Drank that. We had Knob Creek Bourbon. Had some. Some nigga poured hypnotic in my cup. Had some. Um, I think we had some Jameson. Did that. And I had Duce. And and there's Crown involved as well. I drove the boat of Crown of Duce. The only time I remember I turning down a liquor, I think it was Malcolm, shout out to E Keys, tried to hand me Tito's. I was like, I was still sober and I was like, fuck no. Uh uh. Mm-mm. I was like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. I was like, I may do a lot of bullshit. I ain't doing that. I think in one cup, I had orange soda, Jameson, and Patron. Well, listen, my cup was listen. I had my cup was full of bullshit. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. So that night got away. Bandits definitely drove the boat and then poured some in my cup. I said, bro, y'all just not going to ask. Bro, there was no asking. There was no, like, you want some? It was literally like, oh, you got an open cup? Bet. Bet. So, but I was on. <laughs> I hate it here. Oh, I hate it here, bro. So it got away from me. I was like, oh, the ele- this elevator finna go up. I got to go. Because I don't believe in being publicly intoxicated like that. I don't believe in it. Absolutely not. Uh-uh. There was only one time, New Year's Day, I had to be, Jade walked me smooth out of Kaze. We, because you know when they have the, the party on the patio, you have to come through the back. Yeah. No, ma'am. I was too fried. I used the bathroom and went straight out the front door. Y'all would not see me like that. So, and then, so then we, so then we wake up on Saturday. Make sure we, we calculate that we still have all of our value. phone keys, wallet. Listen, phone keys, wallet. Okay, cool. Everything else we can figure that out. And then we go to brunch. <laughs> okay brunch was probably my favorite fucking thing about this weekend so shout out to the walrus i don't know why they let us niggas back but we're thankful we are thankful shout out to our waitress amanda she actually did a great job so that that round of green tea shots that i bought she didn't even charge me for listen fam i didn't even i because i drove so i didn't order bottomless because i'm like that's stupid i drove i we made sure your shit was bottomless though <laughs> It might as listen, and she peeped like my my magical one cup mostly just never got empty, and I was just like, "Oh, huh, how did this happen?" Just and then like brunch took a we brunch took a left after a while, bro. I don't know how brunch got away from us too. Brunch like so. Shout out to KB. Shout out to Twan Vante. Shout out to Jade, Jade. Columbus Jade. Um, shout out to Brittany. Shout out to Ivan. Auntie Big Blood Bandits. Hey, she's got a podcast. She do. She does. She and do. I listened to an episode. She shouted us out. So love her. Um. So yeah, y'all check that shit out. Um. So but yeah, brunch also got away from us. Yeah. Brunch Again, time. we needed adults in the room. Yeah, we and, both like sidebar. You went your way. I went mine for a minute. I, I ran errands just because I needed some fancy socks. Needed to find some socks. I ran errands just because I 
You wanted to run errands. I had a thing to do. And then, so when we pull up, and finally our friends finally meet us. Right. So we got- Our to friends s- meet us, and they're like, why are y'all drunk? Why like are this? y'all drunk as fuck? We're not just drunk. We're drunk as fuck. I'll, I'll pull up there, and I immediately take a nap. I'm like, mm, y'all got this. Drunk. Uh, big, okay, first of all, big fuck, fuck you to, to the white lady. Oh, yeah. So we got, of course, we get the racist Airbnb. So our neighbors, so no, the, guy, the actual owners of our Airbnb were great. Right. Yeah, like they, handled, they handled everything. They made sure we were solid. The house that we that the neighbor to the house, she not used to niggas, at which all. is weird because she lives off High Street, which is also weird because she fucking one bed winch any fucking way. She called the cops on us. I answered the door and I'm just like, oh no, we're got an Airbnb house full of niggas and we're half naked because we're getting dressed to go out. And then so like she so she's rude to like. Because so Airbnb didn't have a they had a description like okay we have a driveway with three spaces like we prefer you park in the one farthest away from the house but they didn't mention hey don't park in the other two so beloved parks in a open space because she sees an open space. space and so then oh the bed winch oh fucking um. I don't even know what I want to call Any her. Any fucking way. Fuck oh, her. Oh, Airbnb Annie head ass. Um, like pulls up, like knocks on the door, bangs on the door, and you can tell when a white person knocks versus when a black person knocks. It's subtle, but you can tell. And it's like, yo, whose car is that? Like, I need to move right now. Like, just real attitude, like, ish. And so then, like, beloved was like, oh, she can suck my dick. <laughs> like, if you can't ask nicely, it's no issue. But the fact that you came in, like, all, like, I want to, like, I want to hold my nuts. Okay, cool. You gonna hold them outside because I'm not moving my shit. And then, and then when I wake you up in the morning to move to, to, to move my shit, don't don't come with an attitude. And she came with an attitude. And I was like, look, I'll beat you in your nigga up. And you got a house full of women that will slide out this motherfucker. Stop playing with me. And your nigga will get punched in the face off GP. He should he should he should have picked a better bitch. You were my date. <laughs> Niggas get jumped every day, B. He should have picked a better. He should have picked. Don't don't lay up with bed with you, sir. You know better. Also. Just because, listen, stop emboldening y'all Beckys to think that just because that they laid up with your black ass, that they got any, or like, fucking hood coins or points with me. She would get her ass whooped, bro. And then Sunday happened. Sunday, okay, so Sunday, we all check out. And we ended up going to, all right, Forno is one of my favorite brunch spots in Columbus. I just fucking love Forno. I love Forno. The brunch wasn't speaking to me that day, though. It was a pizza. The brunch, like, the actual brunch, like, Food menu, option. yeah. Wasn't really speaking I to I always the eat the chicken and waffles. It slaps. But. They love their arugula. Bro, sprinkle that shit everywhere. <laughs> they on love their They love their arugula. But, so, we turned them bitches bottomless, too. I didn't get charged. How, well, I, shit, I didn't pay for anything. But I'm pretty sure he didn't get charged and he was supposed to. Y'all made friends with random white people. Sure did. Got to end up with a bottle of champagne. Cause I remember I was I was talking to my, to my friend Molly, shout out to Molly, um, and she was like, she was like, I see you with a bunch of beautiful black women like out here. I see you, King, and then I turn around like y'all have a random bottle of champagne. I'm like, what the? Because f-? we were about to leave. And I turn around, <laughs> like, why do you have a bottle of champagne? So then we leave. We kind of reset. I reset. Like close. naps were had. We had the R bar, and and so shout out to R bar. <laughs> so R bar hosted Sunday Fun Day. Shout out to Bandcamp. He's actually coming back on like his whole recovery tour. He's great. I'm so glad. Shout out to him and his healing and all that good shit. He had that bitch rocking. Our bar was so toxic. Listen, one thing I think I have mastered is knowing when to leave the function. 
before it gets wild. I shout out to Tanea because I don't know how we made it home. Cause it was so I knew like that's why we kind of rode separate because y'all knew like Calvin's gonna leave before us. Yeah. Because I was like, plus I had to make a stop. Had to, like beloved left. We had to make sure everybody had their shit. So I had to make a stop. So I left at like six thirty. From the looks of my Instagram and my Twitter, I left at the right time mm. because it got shit took another left. Our got wild. <laughs> huh. Good times. Uh, that was actually one of my favorite Columbus trips. I had a ball this weekend. Like, a fucking blast. There was no drama. There was no bullshit. There was literally, like, just a really, really good-ass time. And one final PSA. Listen, for all the people who are in my inbox mad that I was at Columbus and, quote, quote, did not tell them, I need you all to pay, if you really care about where I'm going to be or if I'm pulling up to your city, pay attention to my social media posts. Because... Niggas knew I was gonna be in town for like a week. We talk about it on the podcast. We talk. I post. I on my Instagram stories posted. So when you see me post like what a cat with the Columbus, Ohio location tag, it's like, wow, you're here. You ain't tell me you're fake. I'm like, baby, you 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 the same way you're responding to this Instagram story. The same way I posted I was going to be here last week. I can't help you not pay attention. Plus, it's too many of you niggas to send a personalized text to every one of you niggas. Right. Y'all, no. Fuck, like, I love you, but no. I love you, but fuck you. Because here's the thing. I, if I send it one to one and I forget somebody else, you're going to feel some type of way about that, too. So I just don't send it to none of y'all niggas. And y'all can, if y'all pay attention, y'all pay y'all attention. Y'all figure it out. But no, so I had, anyway. So the reason why we were up there was Destin's birthday party. Destin threw an international player's ball. And we, as a unit, looked fucking incredible so shout out to his wife Ashley, miss ashley allure shout out to Je- destin for having us shout out to all of you guys we had so much fucking fun i had a ball i had so much fun I, like it was just a great night but my only regret was it was too hot in that thing for me to wear my fur length my oh fur- my god you wouldn't have taken that fucking fur off all Night. It, it, Nigga, when we got in there, it took you 30 minutes to take it off. It took, it took you, me 10 to 15. You had to be seen, Calvin. Fam, if I buy a full-length fur coat, yes, I bought it to be seen. <laughs> yes, Calvin was going to be seen in that hoe. It, it matched the theme. The international player, it matched the theme. It looked good. I was like, yes, you're going to see me in this fur coat before I take it off because it's 80 million degrees in there. Friend, you look great. You feel me? And then I took it off, I hung it up, and I ain't put it back on until we got ready to go. Fair enough. We, I had a ball, though. This weekend was so much fun. It was so much fun. Anyway, friend, you ready to chop these subjects? Yeah, yeah, let's get it All popping. All right, so in this portion, guys, this is Calvin Explains the Sports. So let's earmark this now, okay? Um... So Kobe and Gigi have been laid to rest. Yes. Um. So I love the fact that the funeral arrangements, all of that, was private. That yes. he was laid to rest this past Friday. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's Tuesday and we're just now finding out. So again, my thoughts and prayers are to Vanessa and all the other victims of that tragic accident. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has really like no the words the, 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 the phrase funeral for Kobe Bryant is still a wild thing to see. Yeah. Um. But so she, Kobe is having a public memorial. For those, the difference between funeral and memorial is stark here he's having a public memorial along with Gigi and the rest of the victims um on the 24th of february 224 for both of their jersey numbers yeah. at staples center which is the house that kobe built but 
the, the private funeral was this past Friday. They they arranged it, you know, with everybody who could make it. Um, and it was again. If it was Friday, we found out today on Tuesday that it happened. I'm glad that it was Friday because they don't owe you nigga shit. And honestly, if I was Vanessa Bryan, you would still not be hearing from me. The fact that like Vanessa is is strong enough to like kind of update us on their like her social media, like her her, her grief and like she said something that broke me. She said something like like I'm mad that I'm not with Kobe and Gigi, but I gotta remember like I still have three other daughters like that need me. Like she like she was like like I'm mad that I ain't, I'm not there with them but i know i still gotta like hold it down for the rest of my daughters who lost a sister and a father like um i think we talked about how they arranged where neither one of them was ever going to be in a helicopter at the same time for this exact reason they they kind of because it was always like one would take the helicopter one would not one would stay home one would drive if they both need to be there they both would never be in a helicopter at the same time for this exact reason because they didn't want the family to lose both of them at the same time um but yeah she um kobe has finally been laid to rest um my only thing and i don't it's i pray to god that we let women let these women grieve lauren it's going we're coming up on a year of laying nipsey hustle to rest we have not let Lauren London forget that Nipsey Hussle has left us. Let these people grieve. Also, allow them to move forward. We can immortalize these people all we want to, but they had them. They was their love. It was their relationship. Let these people grieve and let them do it peacefully without being constantly reminded. You know what I'm saying? Of the fact that they lost somebody they love. So... Um, but it's almost like that's it's almost like that's a side effect of like having a famous spouse, right? Because it's like, um, you know, when we have people who die, we're not constantly reminded because they only they weren't famous, right? And so we get you get to a bit of like idol, 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 idol uh, fuck, How idolization, this? idolization of these people, which is like you, it's not done in a um malicious intent right but it's like you know because they, they idolize you know they idolize nipsey they idolize kobe so it's like an idolization like you know trying to but there are there is collateral and real life people that get da- get damaged and honestly like for lauren and for for vanessa liz i would be taking all the social media breaks and not announcing it i just would put i would put my phone on do not disturb airplane mode delete deact, you know mute my I accounts to, i would not say nothing and like and like i would i would i would if i wanted to communicate publicly i would do it and then not read any of my mentions like y'all gonna take what i say and then i'm not gonna dead ass i'm not gonna read the comments i'm not gonna be here to read the aftermath because um I would disable comments and DMs. And leave me alone. And and it's and it's part of the reason that like the next thing that we're gonna talk about is kinda it's so it's so jarring. Um so Gail King interviewed Lisa Leslie. Let's get into it. On CBS this morning, her the morning show for CBS. Um the entire interview was how long? Do we know? I honestly don't know. So the entire interview was like probably I think thirty minutes long or like twenty. It was a, and it was booked before Kobe's passing. It was booked. Um, and in the midst of it, I think about two ways, two thirds of the way through said interview, um, Kobe Bryant came up. Of course, Lisa Leslie and Kobe Bryant were besties. Yeah, like they played in the same city, like the WNBA team, NBA team, like yeah. 
So Lisa asks, um, and Lisa had there's a clip there's a clip going around Lisa asking like about Kobe's rape allegations and does and and or previous assault sexual assault allegations and does that complicate Kobe's legacy in her eyes? Lisa Leslie was like, no, it doesn't complicate him in my eyes, and she goes to explain like the man that I saw was never that type of person to kind of be that aggressive be or be that person be that type of person who these charges would make sense and she and she mentioned like i know other people in the nba who would be like yeah i need that girl over there like give me give me that girl i need her and she said kobe was never that gail king then pushes back was like well you wouldn't see it um around you and kind of like and kind of like also kind of like reiterates her initial point and then lisa was like yeah nah like still like he's not he it doesn't complicate the situation for me he's not that person to me so here's the problem i had with the entire interview number one that was piss poor journalism and it's it pisses me off how poorly kobe's death was fucking covered from top to bottom to now to even right now it's piss poor and to be honest with you Gail King is a better journalist than that. Gail King has shown us she's a better journalist. You than have that. shown us with the R. Okay, Kelly yeah, interview, exactly. with the, around the same, not the same kind of sexual assault premise. You know, you fucking know better. Number one, number two. But see, the network itself is is trash. CBS is trash because they knew that that clip would get impressions, be go viral. Of course, because, of course. So they chose to take that of clip course. out so of the entire interview. The same problem that i th- okay here's the problem that i had kobe got his flowers before he passed he had a whole retirement tour. whole retirement tour literally getting ready to be inducted into all types of halls and shit like that jersey's getting ready to be retired he did that radio silent about the impact of these allegations on his legacy as we literally got to honor his legacy none of this was ever a fucking topic of conversation not saying it's not a conversation that needs to be had but it's very opportunistic of when you choose to have it number one the man you could have sat down with him while he was alive to have this conversation so and in the bringing this up post-mortem does not affect kobe bryant anymore it affects the people who have to walk in his legacy and that's my problem i'm not saying you don't have a right to discuss it but there's a way to do it even when espn showed his highlights and talked about his career they included that it's called tact it's called journalistic journalistic ethics integrity it's about moving with some fucking sense so there's a way to there's a way to go about doing shit that gets the point across without coming across like fucking like fucking stupid like you look fucking stupid so here's my Here's my initial thoughts, right? No one is ignoring the Co- Kobe's allegations. It's it's Kobe it, didn't even ignore it, his it's allegations. For, it's for, it's it's its own page on Wikipedia. It will it's it's it it, will, it is mentioned with him whenever we talk about the totality of Kobe's career. That is, we're not. It's not like we're sweeping this under the rug. And Secondly, that's and that's I think real quick. Sorry to cut you off, but I think that's what frustrates me the most is the attitude behind us discussing this case. Is people make it seem like oh that got swept underneath the rug? No, it didn't. Simply say, sis, you forgot the facts of the case and didn't know enough about it well enough in order to speak about it. So you make it seem like people or you weren't outside t- or you weren't outside or when you it weren't outside when it happened. So don't make it seem like we never talked about it or that Kobe himself didn't face actual repercussions and actual consequences. He did. 
did. He lost every endorsement that he and had. And we've discussed this on this here podcast over and over like, again. So I don't want to rehash it. I don't want to yeah. get into it like that. He lost but every endorsement that I he just had. don't believe in revisionist history. No. He definitely faced consequences for this. My point about the matter is that everybody, all these journalists and people, specifically Gail King, who wanted to hop on and talk about the CBS was negligent, you had no right to ask it. But then I thought about it. I appreciate the fact that she did ask because Lisa Leslie got to give us the most phenomenal answer I think I've ever seen anybody respond to that. Anybody. It is a part of his legacy. It's a part of of the Kobe Bryant mama mentality. Mama mentality was formed out of that situation. So it we got more than that. He became more than that and realized what it was going to take to be more than that. So yes, it's a part of his legacy. It's the turning point in his legacy, actually. So he always acknowledges that. He doesn't even sweep that underneath the rug. He like he doesn't sweep it under the rug. Like in his 2016, 2015, 2016 documentary, a rat came out around his retirement. He spoke on it again. Broke down crying just about like that how that affected him and his family. Thank you. So and also, like I said, we gave Kobe his flowers while he was still here to smell them. And no point in time where we were discussing his legacy while he was alive and well to talk about it and defend his legacy was this ever a, a, a topic or such a some hot people, topic. Some person said, it's some, annoying. Per, some person said, like, I mean, well, there's never going to be a right time that. That may be true, but we know there's a wrong time, right? We know there, there may never be a perfect time to bring up such a raw discussion as far as, like, sexual assault. But we know the wrong time to do it is when that man has not even had his proper funeral yet. And I agree with that. Okay, so let me not be naive, right? Black men as a whole, when it comes to sexual assault and accountability, it's, it, we, need, we have a long way to go. I, I'm not going to say we ain't got it. We have a long way to go. Because I, I pride myself on surrounding myself with men who understand consent and understand exactly why women feel the way that they do about these weird-ass niggas. Calvin, I've showed you messages. I've showed you've seen niggas get weird. Absolutely. I, and I'll still beat you the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've seen niggas get, like, get weird. Yeah. So, some weird-ass shit happened this weekend. Yeah. And, like, we, so, we, and we, had, we had to reckon with that and, and kind of come to understanding on that. And so, my, my, I have several issues with a lot of parties here. So, I'm going to try to talk through this as quickly. Sorry. As, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, I just get really... Yeah. I get really frustrated because you can feel vindication. You can feel... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so there's a but let's remember the facts in everything that we do. Men, when it comes to sexual assault and accountability, are fucking trash. We are. But there are two separate conversations that need to be had here. Right. And let's stop convoluting the two. Let's stop stop muddying the waters. Okay. So, and so. Speaking of convoluting. I I got this. Tag me in. Because you got the chopper out. Let me. I got this. We talk about muddying the waters. And so that's why. Again, nuance. And a lot of you niggas don't have nuance when it comes to these discussions. You don't have the range to have the nuance for these discussions. So I can be upset at Gayle King and and ashamed at Gayle King and ashamed at Oprah for co-signing and all of that while still understanding that Snoop Dogg veered way off the the tracks here. Snoop Dogg lost. As far as, like, defending kobe and so he said like first so he called gail king like a funky dog face bitch which is which is even that in of itself is aggressive that's bad aggressive he can definitely express his disappointment in gail king without disrespecting her or or like or calling her that and call calling her all sorts of names but then when you when you start muddying the waters and and, and been mentioning kobe bryant a man who 
took accountability for his role in the entire thing, who made it, who made amends and apologies, who clearly after that moment turned his life around and worked to, to never be in that position again. When you mentioned somebody like Kobe Bryant, with the same people that you mentioned in the same breath, you mentioned R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, which couldn't be the furthest from the furthest from the truth. And that's, that's where you muddy the waters. Right. Don't, in, don't, don't mention innocent black men, black men who were acquitted of these crimes, black men who, who, who showed remorse, black men who, who, who showed accountability with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. Don't, don't very guilty. Very. Bill Cosby under is, is, oath, is in jail. under oath is in jail now. said that he drugged this woman under oath, said it, admitted it. Stop trying to rewrite what these men are saying out of their mouths. R. Kelly been a fucking pervert. He's been like been. And so and so that's so that was my frustration. Like because because now you're muddying the message like because that way. And then you allow people to kind of latch on to that bullshit part of your message and to, to try to discredit the actual part. Yes, there is a subsect of women through all races who have a who get off who have like a, a motivation to tear down black male legacies. Yes. Whether they're white, black. Asian, there is a subsect of women who, who love to tear down black legacies and not forgive black men for their transgressions. We just saw the Michael Vick 30 for 30 documentary where people were asking him to be publicly lynched in 2007 and in 2008 over dog fighting charges. Who were, who, that was a, that was a mainstream talking point. Michael Vick should be lynched. Everything that should happen to the dogs happened to him. And still, to this day we have a subsect of majority white but some uh, some other people who will not forgive michael vick even though he has made restitution he has went to jail he has become a decade-long advocate for humane society so this is why and it ties back to kobe where it's like yes there is a subsect of people who will not forgive a black male celebrity on any circumstances we understand that but when you try to conflate r kelly's history and bill cosby's actual legitimate arrest and conviction with that you're allowing these people to pick apart the the the, the sweater at the thread and unravel your entire argument right so that's why i can't rock with snoop Dogg on this either because it's like my nigga you were on your like if you had just stopped a hundred characters beforehand yep. i'd have been like you know what fine yeah, yeah. Ari Lennox caught some heat too for the shit she said. And, 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 but but why Ari Lennox is Ari Lennox is a new Erica Badu. She also doesn't know when to log off. But it's also if you go, don't don't say shit and then apologize all the time. If you are gonna say it, stand on it. Because like people agree with you. If you are gonna say it, stand on it. But I think Ari Lennox even, got the call. Not even just the people agree with me, so I gotta be right because I hate that kind but of it's shit. It's more so too. like if you if you believe in something, but if you stand believe on, it, on what the fuck you said, stand on it. Stand on it. Also, you want to know how uh, you listen. You ever want to check your your do the litmus test to see what kind of what levels you got, what kind of who, how you rank socially? Figure out who you can come for. I saw that tweet. I was like, it was like I, if you want to know tweet. who if you want to know who yes. rules you, figure out who, figure out who you can criticize and get away with. Absolutely. Ari Lennox realized that she was batting above her weight. You cannot criticize. You are not. You don't have the range to criticize Gail King, sweetie. Not publicly. Hell, we a little ba- little podcast Actually, out of Ohio. No, we need to relax too. <laughs> sis. We might get the call. <laughs> okay, but no, honestly, like, and I think another thing with this whole entire Gail King situation was it was 
Gail King and Oprah show they were hypocrites in this scenario, and here's why. Because of Harvey Weinstein. Har- not only Harvey Weinstein, Charlie Rose, her Gail King's former uh, co-anchor on CBS, got fired over his own sexual allegations, and then Char- uh, Gail King not only defended Charlie Rose, saying, I-, I still choose to see two sides and everything, and two sides of people, but still friends with Charlie Rose to this day, even after the allegations, but Harvey, however, I mean, turns around and then kind Oprah of interrogates Winfrey, yes. Lisa Leslie about Kobe, remembering Kobe's legacy when Kobe still hasn't been properly buried yet. Right. That's hypocrisy. And that's, and that's another thing I don't Oh, yeah. Like. Also, they still rock out with Harvey Weinstein, publicly defend him, publicly say, oh, you got to see the silver lining and the rainbows with, with these and trees and some, some crazy ass old auntie ass shit to say when you don't want to be when you're we trying to evade accountability and so, and so that's, some dumb ass and so shit it's frustr- and so it's a lot of frustration this this is cl- this is still fresh for a lot of us i mean we talked about kobe for three straight weeks because honestly pers- i still can't believe this shit it's still fresh in the fact and and how the media and how social media is covering it it's not it's not healing any wounds. It's only reopening them and creating new ones. It's just the media coverage about all of this has been shitty. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Kiana Bryant. Rest in peace to the other seven victims and their and condolences to their families. Absolutely. I want to make sure that we continue to say that because we don't want to lose focus of the real victims and the real people we need to kind of like watch over at this point. Yep. Huddle around. So this is going to be the last topic as we wrap up, wrap up but uh, for Calvin Explains the Sports. But uh, D-Wade's son has come out as a transgender girl. His name is Zaya. Zaya, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and niggas are gross. And the problem that I'm having is that not two weeks ago, everybody was wanting to talk about girl dad and being a girl dad and loving their children out for who they are. And, and shout out to girl dad. This D-Wade's son comes out as a transgender girl. And all of a sudden, you guys are misgendering a child. Because it doesn't fit into your framing of world. You assume that the only way that you, your frame of the world is right. You assume that. So you think that that gives you the right to misgender a whole child? Misgendering somebody denies, it, it dehumanizes them. And it's sick because this is a child. Not only is this a child, it's not your fucking child. You grown as damn near 30 year olds are online arguing over child. A child's ability to choose who they are for themselves, to be loved and accepted by two very black and prominent parents, and is and the safety of their household. You niggas grew up without dads, and you, you can tell. And I don't like that. Here's my thoughts, right? Um, first and foremost, I think a lot of people kind of you know use the whole. How does? How does Zaya, 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 how does Zaya know, and I'm going to try really hard to not misgender Zaya. Right. Um, how does Zaya know that she's a woman at this young age? The same, the same people who were jerking off to Girls Gone Wild commercials when they were 12. The same people who were playing doctor and playing house and doing all of that. Hide and go get it and all that other perverted ass like shit that we were At like 11, 12 years old. Right. They'd turn around and say, or saying people who are bragging about losing their virginity at 13, 14 years old and turn around and say that she cannot know that she's a, a young woman at the same age. Again, hypocrisy. I don't deal with hypocrisy in any form. Like, is, is it Uchi Wally or is it one month? I think that people question, how do I say this without getting pissed off? 
mind your fucking business, bro. If and the bare minimum, if you can't mind your business, does it kill y'all to be kind? Does it kill y'all to be kind? Does it does it physically and I really, really do wonder that. Does it physically bother you to be kind? To respect a person. Like, dog, there's nothing about this lifestyle you quote unquote have to agree or disagree with. It's not your lifestyle. And I really just want niggas to say that they're too afraid to live their truth so that they have to pick on somebody else who can't. And it's, it's so again, it's we wouldn't question we wouldn't question this if Zaya was still going by Zion, right. uh, the, the name that was given at birth. Again, trying trying to make sure I don't slip up because I don't want to, you know, pot call the kettle black type shit. Right. Um, if Zaya was still referring to herself as Zion and saying like Zion likes women, we wouldn't question that, fam. We have we have onesies and little baby shit that says like future heartbreaker or you know what i'm saying like oh you gonna ooh, when you grow up you're gonna get all the guys you're gonna get all the girls we don't question that shit i really stopped telling like people used to say that shit to me i mean about braylon and it really pissed me off like i used to tell people bro that's a baby and and it, okay i'm gonna keep it 100 i'm gonna keep it 100 and this is this is honestly i might get killed for this i'm gonna keep it 100 so if i have a son and the son comes to me around the same, 12 years old and says like daddy mommy and first of all i would want to have a, a relationship where that person where my child could feel like they. Could i come pride to me. myself on knowing that if my child came to me and said you know wanted to this came to me with their truth that i provide a safe space i pride myself on that so if my child who you who i was born a male who, who my son came to me and was like daddy I, I believe that like I'm a girl like you know or like however you pray like I believe it like I'm a young woman I, I here's how I feel would I be would I be disappointed is the question that people ask and like again keeping 100 the initial appointment probably be yes because it's like I had a plan for my quote-unquote son like I wanted to you know have, have raised the son how my father never raised me I would like yeah like we we have you know you we have these thoughts in our head as far as mm-hmm. like what my son is we going as parents and that's human right so let's back up right that's human i when you get pregnant you decide the the gender of you know you get told the gender of your child oh you're having a boy you're having a girl right and in your head you envision the things the the very gender specific things that you want to do with this said child right we as parents projection is is natural i thought i was having a girl i thought i was having a girl the entire time and then I woke up one day and I said, like, oh, this is a boy. This is, I'm getting, this is a boy. And then in my head, we, I have gender specific things, right? And then you realize that one day your child may come to you and say, the gen- all that gender boy ass girl ass shit that you had going on, mom. Right, nah, fam, we ain't rolling. Nah, nigga, that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so, as, especially, I think, as a father to a son that's deciding to transition into a daughter. If I would be lying if I said I wouldn't initially be shocked and like a little like, damn, like I, you know, but but I would get over it. I would get over it, and then I would become the best father I could be to my daughter. Right. Um. And I think, and I think some people, and I'm not speaking for everybody, because again, I'm thankful for the people I follow, because I ain't really see much of, I ain't really see much I, of that negative on my personal timeline. Um. For me, my knee jerk reaction was the same my parents had for me when I actually came to them about my sexuality. My knee jerk reaction was fear because I know the world we live in. And number one, you're a black boy. 
So the acceptance there for you ain't it. And on top of that, you are a black child who is now queer, right? You came out as queer first, gay, whatever. And now you want to transition to, from a black boy to a black girl. And the society that we live in, and I know that they are killing trans women. The average, the, the, the life expectancy, life expectancy for, like for trans is like 20, 35. It's like, yeah, it's 35. It's like the, like 35. the average life expenses. And yeah. my child, right? My child comes to me and tells me that, that you are now a part of this group of people that is under attack as we speak. My knee-jerk reaction is fear. Because that lifestyle is hard. It is hard for you. It's not impossible. But life is getting ready to be a lot more difficult simply because we're, we don't live in a world that's ready to accept you. We not. And I think that's, and I think honestly, when so we you, talk about choice, like is it a choice, yeah. is it not? And I think, I think, cause I, I waver and I'm like, cause like sometimes you see those women who, who, and again, this, this may sound problem. Those women who are gay for a year, but then, then, then end up right back pregnant. Like those type of women who like, I'm done with niggas. Like I'm, I'm and then, but, but, then you think like, it, like the, the waver. And then you realize like, if this was a choice, who would willingly choose it? Should have you met men? Honestly, the most some of the most toxic shit about me is that I'm attracted to niggas. Like, if I could just not do that, I'd be fine. Half my problems are men related. It ain't no fucking choice. You mean to tell me I can know in my head how men how trash men are and still want to fuck? That ain't cho- that ain't a choice. It's stupidity. It's probably mental illness. Honestly, shut up. I'm, attra- not, I'm not gonna let you. No, mm-mm. being attracted to men is a mental illness. Mm-mm, I'm not gonna let you. Dumbest shit I've ever done. But like. But honestly, and to be and for real, whatever floats the fucking boat and it's healthy in between two consenting adults. My point about it is that y'all niggas really need help. And the way that y'all was arguing underneath them comments about a child that don't belong to you, about a child that number one is a fucking child, a black child at that, deserves safety and protection regardless. Regardless. You will really, really tear down a black child being comments arguing with with celebrities that wouldn't blink in your direction if you walk past them. About the way that they choose to raise and love and accept their child. You niggas don't have parents. And it just lets me know that y'all weren't raised. You were tolerated. Nobody likes you. You were never loved correctly. You were never held. You were never embraced. You were never accepted. Don't protect y'all trauma. Onto that free ass black child. Y'all leave him alone. Her, excuse me. Y'all leave her alone. I like, ugh. Niggas, bro. Niggas. So that was conclude. Uh, listen, I listen, I and we saw some black women do the same. We was in there motherfuckers kiki too. Yeah, that's like, not we, fucking funny. Like like we, we y'all some of y'all black women are be more homophobic than than the niggas that you claim are homophobic. Speak on it. Cause like we see you, sis. We see you kiki and we see you saying like, fam, listen, black it's a black woman who told us that drinking mimosas was gay. Y'all would call anything gay. It was like, one person called us gay for drinking mimosas. Everyone say, oh, you niggas out here ordering bottles mimosas to the mimosas by the glass? <laughs> Brokies. Like, that makes sense. The funny fucking part. Well, is- Jordy was like making jailhouse meals on the timeline. We see you with your, your Salisbury steak wrap, you dirty motherfucker. The Salisbury steak? I, you, you, I said what I said. Hot dog of a spaghetti, you dirty motherfucker. Ew. Listen, you not only are you throwing stones from a glass house, you throwing stones from no house. Oh my gosh, he I'm gonna say something rude. 
Anyway, match is probably you. on the floor. No, I, I, I was about to say something real rude. We know, I know you ain't got good hygiene, sis. I know you don't. Because any woman who has good hygiene wouldn't be worried about what niggas are drinking during brunch. What's crazy is I've always said that I feel bad for straight women because I know they're not having orgasms with as much shit as they call gay. I know y'all not having. Are y'all okay? I know 100% straight women, like, a hunt, like ain't no little big gay, like not a sprinkle of gay. I know y'all not having orgasms because y'all call everything gay. And then wonder why niggas don't love them. And wonder why they're dating men or choose partners that, no, you're choosing to fuck men who are not invested in making you come, sis. He still calls the clitoris a click. <laughs> now, some women still call, I think, I think, yeah, Miami still calls it a click, too. That is so. I, and I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, y'all have orgasms. Wash your sex toys and have orgasms. Please. Anyway, you ready to put this week in rice, friend? Can we? Meek Mills and Nicholas Minaj. Um, Meek Meek Millions <laughs> and Nick and Nicholas Threesome. So old Saint Nick was on the timeline arguing with each other because apparently <laughs> They still love each other. <laughs> Let's keep it a hundred. Triggered. <laughs> if you can't say amen, say ouch. Triggered. Um so so I guess here's how it started where I think Meek liked a picture. Yeah, I was getting ready to ask, what was the catalyst for So Meek, Meek liked a picture of a meme that had um, Nicki Minaj's boy, uh, husband, excuse me, had his had his outfit on at like some whack-ass department store in the, in the mannequin. And he liked it. And of course, because IG's a fit, he showed his name. <laughs> it was like Meek Mill plus like 25,000 people, right? And so Nicki goes to Twitter and... Starts letting Meek have it. Calls this nigga, says this nigga's a broke bum. Says that, like, you feel tough now because you were back on Drake's dick. Also, side note, Drake keeps getting the craziest shots on shit that don't involve him. Yo, he just be minding his business. And I know Drake is like, bitch, we are label mates, bro. <laughs> and he's like, I just got back cool with you, Meek. How am I? <laughs> yeah, we know Drake and Nicki don't talk no more. At all. Ain't no way he still talks to her. <laughs> But no, so the part that I was just like, okay, this is getting disgusting, right? Nicholas was seething. And so Meek Mill, because he is not grown yet. At he, all. And he, and he was trying to grow so much, and then he was just like, you know what? I got time. He started, he start, you know, his Twitter figures. You know what? I'm going to be real with you. Sometimes you got to have a little time. Like, I, 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 listen, I stand Beyonce. But me, every so often, my Twitter fingers start to trigger fingers, bro. Real quick, every so often for me, and this is just a part of my growth I also haven't gotten to yet, friend. I'm not above a good argument on the timeline, bro. I'm not above it. I'm not above it. Every once in a while, bro, I will pull that fucking trigger and light your ass up. I don't care. At this point in my life, all you gonna, all you gonna get from me is me telling you suck my dick. And nah, bro. <laughs> and then I'm gonna block you. I told Shorty I run through her shit like a hot comb on the timeline this summer. I'm not above it. I at this at my big age am above it. All the, all you all you gonna get from me is me telling you to suck my dick and then I'm gonna block you because you know what I got better things to do. Mm-hmm. Now, however, you have that same energy in public. We could talk about it. So okay, but listen. So of course, Meek Mills and Nicholas are going back and forth, and of course, ne- allegations are getting thrown, thrown out. Right. Meek Mill beats women. Meek Mill's combated by saying, if I beat women, you need to go check your your brother out here being a whole rapist. And then Nicholas was like, well, alleged rape. You want to bring up... He got convicted, sis. 
She thought I wanted to talk about like the alleged rape of of a child, and I'm like, no. He got convicted. He got convicted. His his DNA was found inside that girl. So I say all of this to say this. I say all of that to say this. It is funny watching Nicholas surround herself with sexual predators. Her husband was convicted of rape. Your brother was convicted of rape. You 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 you. He was posted up with six nine. And uh, and here's okay. And here's here's why the Barb's are one of the most delusional fan bases in history. Of fan delusional. Bases. So we talk all the time about how men who are friends or associates with known predators need to like be accountable for that and stand up in that and like own that and like absolutely. But then when Meek Mill, which who has his own, we'll talk about Meek Mill's fallacies here as well. When Meek Mill says, "Like, bro, your 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 brother is a child rapist, and you and you pay for his entire legal team. Your husband is a se- convicted sex offender, and you were hanging out with six nine. People's like, oh, so now you're trying to tear down Nikki by mentioning the men that she's with? Yes, because we say all the time, you like we tell men y'all all, proximity to fucking creeps matters. You, y'all tell men all the time, like, oh, you, you out here hanging out with rapists, so you clearly must be a rapist, too, or you clearly must be a predator, too, or you at least Listen, let them... Listen, if you you're have, not hanging out... I'm so sorry. If I see you posted up with somebody who I know is predatory, and you... And I tell you, or I at least let, like... And the first thing that you say is, they ain't got nothing to do with me, or I ain't like that, and that's that nigga's business, bro, you are now a predator to me. So, we... Again, hypocrisy. The, the, the name of this is hypocrisy, because... You, the same people who say that will say that it has nothing to do with Nikki. Yes, it does. So once is a once is a coincidence. So three here, times is a pattern. Here's my thing: Is Nikki accountable, or is Nikki responsible for her brother's behavior? No, but is she accountable? Absolutely, because it's one thing. Don't get me wrong; I ride for my siblings. We know how I feel, but dead ass wrong is dead ass fucking wrong. And you, at no point in time, get to be posted up. I mean, at no point in time do you get to harm another human being intentionally and on purpose and think that I'm obligated to defend that behavior. I'm not. And not only is that blood family, but it's also you paid for his entire legal fees, his entire legal team, all of that. You footed the bill for that. So you defended him to this day. You even even still call the, the, the allegations, we call them allegations instead of convictions. So... Again, that ass wrong is that ass wrong. Listen, I love, I love my peoples, but if you are like doing child rape, like I, there's certain shit we can't we, rock with. I, like you know what I mean. So and then, so yeah, so like Nikki's weird and 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 problematic. Also, Meek Mill, you have a baby on the way, bro. So I mean, this is the flip side of that. I'm so glad you touched on it. E fucking magic. I. Eight months pregnant and laid up with my nigga for him to be online arguing with his ex-girlfriend. Um, listen, no, both both sides, partners, should be pissed at them. Imagine being married and your whole ass wife is out here Twitter fingering her ex. Twitter fingering her ex. What's funny as this fuck is, is that in this whole beef, they did not mention or at each other not a single fucking time. So you mean to tell me that the race to each other's pace to refresh to see if they was talking shit? Yep. They didn't at each other. They didn't reply. They and didn't I'm eight tweet. months pregnant? I'd have packed every Birkin I own and sent you a bill. The problem is both of them 
are too financially dependent on the the celebrity because we listen. I'm pregnant. I'm eight months pregnant with your baby. We we'll be just fine. You and my lawyers will talk. And no, oh girl, no, Meek Mill's girlfriend got her own shit going on. Yeah, but like we know Nicki Minaj's husband and <laughs> where are you gonna live if you if you leave Nicki Minaj? I don't know. The tight gene factory, because I'm pretty sure that nigga got a yeast infection. See, this is this is what happens when you listen when you listen to the comments. <laughs> Me told that nigga he had plenty of hoggers with bootcut jeans. Nigga said fuck that and got some and got and got shit from the women's section. You hate to see it. Sometimes bullying does work. <laughs> we bully RG three into a better haircut. We bully Doja Cat into a better wig. We even bullied Meg Thee Stallion into wearing clothes every now and then. It's a one piece. <laughs> Growth. Growth. We gonna get there. We bullied Sonic the Hedgehog into making a whole new movie. You talk about internet bullying doesn't work. We bullied Sonic the Hedgehog to scrap the entire movie and redesign that bitch. We did. Bullying sometimes works, guys. All right, real quick. So. Um. So you waited last minute to plan Valentine's Day. Like this, a dummy. This is your shoot your shot. Emergency. <laughs> Valentine's Day emergency kit. Right. Pay attention, niggas. Because if you're listening, we're dropping this on Friday, the morning of Valentine's Day. I pray Day. that we can get there, right, drop this a little earlier. Like if we could drop this on Thursday. <laughs> we're dropping this. Right before Valentine's Day, because if you're if you're listening to this part of a podcast, you did not listen to us previously when we told you niggas to start planning. Also, the cuffing season tour. This is the championship game. This is the finals. This is a Super Bowl. This is a World Series. If you fuck up this one, you lose. Yeah. So, hear hear us out. So, say it, it all depends on first, what's your level of commitment to this person? Is this like the first second date? Or is this like a relationship? Because that depends on your strategy. If this is your first, second date, if this is like, this is my boo-boo and like you forgot last minute, shit got, you don't try to get a reservation at a restaurant. No, because it's dead. Cook for this person at your house. But Calvin, dates aren't supposed to be at the house. But if this is Valentine's Day with your nigga, Yo, girl, they've already been to your house. Okay, fair. So this is why that's why I say like what to, what what level of commitment we are. So this is like a relationship or like y'all been y'all been to each other's house many times. Like they know they know where everything is. Got it. Cook because you may not get a reservation, but you can still go to Kroger. You can go to Kroger. Kroger gonna be open on the fourteenth. Kroger gonna be open on the fourteenth. You can go to Kroger. You know, get get something that you can make. Don't try to do no fancy shit and burn your apartment down. Because we, we not going to be the ones to... And no, you cannot stay with me while they fix your shit. <laughs> so get something that you know how to cook. Get, get a cookbook. Follow the, the, the little video shit. Follow the directions. Alfredo is always an option, guys. Don't let Twitter bully y'all into thinking Alfredo's not good. How about we just do regular... Alfredo if, is a fucking meal. If if you going to do Alfredo, do chicken and shrimp. Or, or make it Cajun, Cajun Alfredo. Alfredo. Throw a piece of salmon on top of it. Like if you if you if we go in the Alfredo route, at least jazz it up. Jazz it up. Or how about you could just do bread sauce instead of Alfredo? <laughs> yes, do uh, even a white wine sauce. A little vodka sauce, little little some some. All of these sauces are easy do to be made. A scampi sauce. Actually, I have a fire recipe for shrimp scampi. And then and all, then you just steam some broccoli. 
You feel me? Don't oversteam the broccoli now. Steam some broccoli or, you know, have have some green in it and then just get you some bottles of wine and then poof, you have a romantic. And then also what you also need to candles, do. Candles. Candles. Candy. Candy. Roses. Or a bear. A big ass bear. <laughs> a bear. No, I mean like Mondo size, human a, a, bean size as bear. Size An bear. obnoxious size bear. As a matter of fact, I would cry. So, and then, so if you get, okay, so we're talking about a pasta dish. A pasta dish is the hardest to fuck up. Cannot fuck that up. And so, whether you choose to make it chicken, shrimp, vegetarian, depending on your, your, your lover's dietary needs, pasta dish. Whether you choose Alfredo sauce or red sauce or white wine, whatever. Pasta sauce. You get pasta dish, get some broccoli, get, get, some, get, her fa- get some favorite bottles of wine. Some candles and a bear or roses, depending on what is more available for you on last minute to budgets. Right. You will be fine. Gift idea. Because, again, this drops on Friday. Kind of too late to gift, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of too late to go get her something. And I've always thought that gift cards are tacky. Mm-hmm. Gift cards are tacky. So, want to know what you do, King? If you can swing it, take her to that store and you buy it with her as a gift. Say, babe, I know you love this store. I didn't really have time to stop, but I want to take you there so you can go get you a little something, something. Super cute. As effective as a gift card. As if, And you get the quality time in there. Now, women, if you're last minute and you realize that, damn, the same pussy I gave him for the past eight months ain't going to cut it. Niggas will accept gift cards. Niggas will accept gift cards. I, as a woman dating a man, will not accept a gift card. Also, cologne. Cologne is always a fire. You know what you should get? All right, put y'all on game real quick. Sephora. $65, and it's a cologne sampler kit. Right? He gets to sample all these colognes. Now, there's a certificate in there for a big bottle of the one that he actually likes. He could take back to the store. So, literally, he's getting, like, five colognes and then one big-ass one. You're welcome. It's like 65 bucks. Perfect. Now, on the flip side, this is where, like, you kind of, like, got roped into a Valentine's Day idea because, like, somebody hits you, like, what you doing Friday? And you're, like, and you being caught slipping, like, oh, nothing for real, for real. I ain't watching All-Star. Oh, you want to go out? And then you realize, fuck, it's Valentine's Day. Here's what you do. So this is for this is for what we call the bitch don't wear no shoes in my house section of Valentine's <laughs> Day. What is wrong with you, bro? Sometimes when God blesses you with a gift, he doesn't tell you the directions oh, how to use it. Oh my fucking God. But this, so this is where like you're you're not really comfortable having that person like over at your house as the full date, right? This is that okay. section. So first things first. Go on your local um, what to do page for Cincinnati, Columbus. Every city has like a what's going on this weekend page. Luckily for you, Valentine's Day is on a Friday this year. So that means all the normal weekend options are open. Because again, don't try for reservations. You're, you're, you're ass out. And if you take her to somewhere that's, that we shame, like Applebee's or Olive Garden, you might as well just cancel the date. So here's what you do. So. What you do is what you, you look for 
certain shit that's already going on. Like, don't take her to no, don't, depending on how much you like her or him, don't take her to no poetry because that might get her in her feelings in a way that you don't want. The goal is for you to be happy in the end of a state. So avoid poetry slams, avoid open mics, avoid anything where some nigga in a guitar is going to come and steal your chick. <laughs> Calvin, please. Stop me when I start lying. Continue. Okay, so you want to avoid them. You also want to avoid something as 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 common as the movie. Yeah. You don't want to really do the movie as a first, second date, especially on Valentine's Day. You're going to take her to see a rom-com. Actually, no. First of all, the photograph comes out. But, but that 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 is for people already in relationships or like already fucking with each other. I it's, might take myself to go see that, that as a matinee on Saturday. You, you, you really going to take yourself, you going to really go see the photograph before you see Queen of Slam. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I was going to skate out of this episode without a mention of Queen and Slim. It's, I, Doug, listen, when it comes out on Netflix, do you want to just like make a day of it? <laughs> like, just it, have my people call your people. We'll make it, we'll figure something out. It, it, the joke was right there, and I just couldn't. Damn it. Damn it. Anyway. So, but that's for like people. I don't, I'm not a huge movies on first date person anyway, because like I like to talk to you. And if I can't talk to you because I'm watching a movie for two and a half hours, that's either extending the date by two and a half hours or I didn't really get anything to know if I want a second date with you. That's why I don't like movies first. So, and also on Valentine's Day, we know that people's emotions are heightened. Yes. So if you take her to see some sappy rom-com with a dude that somehow is like a beef specialist but also makes like 500000 a year and, and can live in a one bedroom in New York City downtown but some she's you're, you're, you're starting yourself behind the eight ball okay what I suggest is doing something you're going somewhere that has games or activities it could be bored I know it's a really cute date what's up more game Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like in somewhere that has board games, arcade games, video games. Somewhere where Here's you can be competitive. What niggas do? Follow me. We're we're listening. Go get a candle made together. Go play games after getting said candles made. Go grab food after said candles. Pick up candles. Go home. Burn them and have sex. And if you need a playlist, I got you. I got, I got, I got my Valentine's Day 2020 GTD playlist that is that has been approved by several several different people. I have listened to this playlist. If I play my cards right, I will get to listen to it this weekend. So, here's yeah. Again, find something competitive because again, if it's a first second date, you kind of want to lower the stakes a little bit because mm-hmm. Valentine's Day just makes everything a little more complicated. But if you get somebody in the competitive mindset, like, I'm about to whoop your ass in this Tekken. I'm about to whoop your ass in this Scrabble, Monopoly, whatever. It it lowers the stakes back down to a normal day. Men, humans are sensory people. If you you make a candle together, have the nose nose open because they're smelling good, whatever. And then by the time all of that's done, all the restaurants that you may want to go to are opened up now because people who actually reserved are eight left and we're going to having sex. Yes. So so you should be able to get in on like a nine, nine thirty ish level. 
then you go have dinner. Hopefully the conversation was great. And depending on how the conversation went, you could just, you know, like, this is great. Let's do it again. You know, you don't want to force, again, consent matters. You don't want to force anything that's not there. And if you do it right, maybe y'all have a little Valentine's Day whoop-de-whoop because y'all both y'all both realize y'all ain't trying to go f- through February 15th without busting a nut. So maybe it's just for the night. Maybe. And, and then maybe you can have morning sex. You know, I realize, friend, do not wake me up for sex. I don't like it. I don't like being woken up. I literally physically catch an attitude. My, my, I know. My entire know. body goes hot. Fam, you tried to fight me at camera season when we tried to wake you up to get you into oh, the bed. I hate being woken up. And you were passing on the couch. And we was like, baby, your room is literally 10 steps away. Because in my head, I'm just like, bro, if I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Leave me alone. And we're just like, just like I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes, I fight. So... Yeah, no. I've had a recent experience where I realized that don't wake me up for sex. Don't wake me up. Don't rub and touch and, like, try to do that whole poke my butt thing that niggas like to do. Don't do all that. Don't be trying to... In fairness, we don't plan on poking your butt. Don't be trying to lift cheeks and shit. I'm not... We don't plan on poking your butt. I am asleep. We don't plan on poking your butt. And niggas be just so abrasive about it. Like, bro, I'm really dead-ass knocked out. Leave me alone. Listen, I too value my sleep at my, my big at my big age. So it's like mm, if, unless we unless we ain't got nothing to do in the morning, don't let us get to sleep. Let let us get this sleep in, babe. We can catch around in the morning. I promise we'll catch around in the morning. I am tired. So that was your emergency your emergency shoot your shot Valentine's Day plan. Now see, here's for the Hail Mary, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a girl like me, I'm ovulating right now. I'm going to be on my period by the end of this week. And this week is Valentine's Day. Mm. I wasn't get, planning on giving up no coochie anyway. You ain't seen no parts of coochie town. No parts of coochie But yeah, I wasn't my plan. But for you ladies who may have also been on the same orbit that I am, and you know Aunt Flo is on her way with her bitch ass. Hustler sells throat. It's mint flavored throat spray, and I think knee pads. You're welcome. Cause listen, I know, and like again, like again, you try to t- listen, and, and you try to time it, and like, like, ooh, we may, we may get there, we may not, cause it's like, women, we love you, also, and we we love you, but y'all are not the most fun for the old school pro hoes. <laughs> A spoonful of apple cider vinegar and lemon an hour before you're supposed to go get the, the sonic coins knocked out your shit. I mean, you're going to spot a little bit, but you won't be bloody. You're welcome. Because women, y'all not the most fun to hang out with on y'all period. For I'm not the reason. most fun to hang out when I'm ovulating. I am cranky as shit right now. I want to literally... You, I don't. I don't. You, I don't. I don't want to get our podcast flagged for the shit that I. I really you're just. Feel like you're doing mad right now. that you can't do what you want to do, so you're just mad. Yeah, I'm horny as shit. What I'm gonna do about that? I'm irritated because I'm sensitive. My boobs hurt, so I want to be touched, but leave me alone. Very much so. Uh, this is very much so the space that I'm in, where I'm just like, bro, I would love some affection, but get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> the Tyra Banks meme was like it was like come fuck my brains out but don't touch me yeah figure out how to do that <laughs> let me know meanwhile niggas over here with the crabs like how so but so 
honestly, if if we know that like offload the red wedding is about to come fuck up your Valentine's Day, would you postpone until you can get back right? No. Why? Because Okay. This is a test of your intentions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, I'm seeing he don't care. He, I mean, not necessarily. I'm not saying about running the red light. Like, oh my god! Whoa! I was like, whoa! Jesus Christ! Like, don't put don't put my man's business out there like that. Oh my god! Ain't nobody running red lights, guys. Jesus fucking Christ! You gotta clarify, cause I listen. Somebody asked me in my on our question of the day, like, wait, so you don't run red lights? I was like, ma'am, wait, ma'am. Um, that's a very intimate thing. Like, that's very that's that's. You don't do that with everyone, sis. You you really don't. And if and, and and as a man, if and I'm talking like day two, sis. You not running red lights day two, bruh. You not doing that. As a man, you gotta be a a, a different type of horny to to, to 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 like have that in your head and then just say fuck it, I'm gonna run it. You gotta be a different type of horny. And also, you generally let the woman decide like like the woman because again it's not fair for y'all like i like the more i learn about it the more i realize that why y'all are the way y'all are during that time frame because y'all are the horniest during y'all period and it's not fair to anyone involved because <laughs> it's like it's like being hungry and then not being able to eat it's like tra- it's very trash very trash so also, the fact that, like, the older I get, my libido's going up, and the older niggas get, like, y'all's going down, that is fuck. that is cruel, bro. That is, that is so fucking cruel. But, anyway, so, and I don't see myself fucking nobody younger than me. Like, that's just, that's your, oh, that's a lie. Oh, God. Anyway, no, I'm not proposing, postponing. A, you wanted to spend this time with me. If you just wanted to fuck, you could actually just hit me up on the 15th. You didn't have to go out of your way to make this whole date, make this a big deal. You wanted to spend time. So let's spend some time. Like, don't make, don't center this interaction. That would just let me know that you centered this interaction behind thinking you were going to get rewarded for sex, like with sex for having a bomb ass date. When honestly, it should be like the, everything was smoothing and grooving, right? So we ended up there. I think a lot of times men do that. Like, oh, I'm going to take this shorty out and then I'm going to show her a really good time and be rewarded with sex. And it's kind of, it is, it's kind of predatory. But at the same time, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm canceling this date because I want some ass. Like, because I want to be able to throw some ass. No, we can go on this great ass date. We're going to have this great interaction. And the moment that I'm able to throw it back, I will. You know, I, I just be wondering. I just I be wondering. Pa- I wouldn't postpone it. Not, but that's just me personally. But then also. I'm a firm believer in dating people that actually like me, so that that wouldn't be a factor. I mean, I just I just know for me, um, cause you know, I think if I'm if I'm doing the math right, I think I'm close. Um, and I know that like we already have a limited amount of time, free time, so like I couldn't postpone it any even if I wanted to, cause mm-hmm. like reservations already been set, like. Calvin, you was out here set reservations in advance. How dare I give my the audience advice I don't take? Okay, you out here living your truth. <laughs> Listen, proud of you. <laughs> Real rap raw. Um, but also like reservations have been set. Like sh- you know, shipping has been confirmed. Oh, you got a gift, gift. All of that. So you gonna show me off wax? Eh, maybe we'll see. You gonna show me? I can't wait. 
that don't be a bird. Okay. <laughs> um, and so like, plus like rest of both of our week is already booked up. It's All Star weekend, so like she knows that like I'm gonna be watching the All Star game like at some this weekend. Like there's weddings and like other f- arrangements that are like already taking place. So if we didn't see each other on Friday, we wouldn't see each other all week. I mean, fair. So that's why I was like. Even if, like, you know what I'm saying, like, the, the red one comes, like, I'm not going to postpone it because that's the only time I have to see her. Okay. That's fair. Um, You ready to get into the question of the day, friend? Do we want to talk about Jesse Smollett or no? No. Okay. What did he do? He he officially got indicted by the Chicago police for uh, giving false statements to prosecutors. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, it happened. It happened like right before we we walked. So in. he officially got indicted for for giving for making up that story and giving false statements to the police. Wow. Are we sure we don't want to just like move Black History Month to like June this year and just have it like covered Juneteenth? Because this February, I'm my feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt because a I and I know. I still stand by what I said. I still stand by everything that I said. I didn't drag him. I didn't come for him. I, I didn't do any of that. I stand by exactly what I said. I need to know more. And yeah, Jesse Smollett may not have been honest about his statements, right? He was not honest. And he got indicted for not being honest. That did not stop you niggas from being homophobic. It didn't. It did not stop you niggas from being homophobic. So you still have to live with that. You're not exonerated from being sick. You can say, hey, I don't think he's telling the truth without being homophobic. And we'll make this short because we've touched on this plenty of times. I've, uh, my issue is what people took, hey, I don't think he, some people, a lot of people, there's some articles up about a lot of people took, hey, I don't think he's telling the truth as homophobia. And that's a different thing. And I do agree with that. But at the same time, some of that shit was homophobic. Call a spade a spade. And some of that shit... And, and, and some of you didn't want to believe him because he's gay. Sam I believe in calling spades spades. Sam, that story didn't make sense, no matter if it was Jesse Smollett, Derek Rose, Tupac Shakur. That, like, but like we, once you started kind of like separating yourself from the shock and awe of like, holy shit, he got attacked. You start putting the pieces together. It didn't make sense. And like... And it, I it just, it's, the conversation became harmful because the conversation again like nuance. It was like you either it was it was either you agree with Jesse Smollett and you believe him or you're homophobic. There was no room for like, hey, if that happens to him, that's really shitty and that's fucked up. I also don't necessarily think that may have necessarily happened to him. And it's okay, to, but see, again, words mean things. So it's a, you were able to have that conversation without it becoming homophobic by the choice and word and placement that you use. That's what I mean when I say some of y'all don't have the range to have the conversation that you have because everything lacks nuance. And you don't understand how nuance works in order to have that conversation. So, yeah, you niggas came across homophobic because you don't know how to pick your words. That's still your shit to live with. But also, you niggas are homophobic. Just because Justin Smollett, just because Justin Smollett is wrong does not mean you niggas were right either. And that's my point about it. That's why I didn't even want to get into it. Jesse Smollett could be dead ass wrong. Some of you niggas are still wrong because of the way that you chose to go about it. 
<laughs> question of the day. Question of the day was, what do you expect to get for Valentine's Day? You niggers are hilarious. So, shit, honestly, the majority of y'all said dick. Y'all mad horny. Dick, 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 Okay. All right. So, a lot of y'all, um, so a lot of y'all said, like, yeah, a lot of y'all ain't got no hoes. That's what I That's what I got from this. That's what I gathered. Because a lot of y'all was like, um... If I'm lucky, left the fuck alone. What's that? One one of my homegirls said, Skip Bayless, hashtag Skip Bayless. I'm like, I saw you Saturday, sis. I saw you. You were not Skip Bayless. You were flirting to Vitsky. This man said, Okay. Y'all are trolling. <laughs> I'm getting trolled. Um, Nana said, Hopefully, some crab legs. Ain't Nana. Never mind. Um, one of one of we one, gonna air them out. One of the other um was like the reason why I asked like the whole period thing was like one of them was like, what do you expect to get? A card, no pussy, in quotation marks, aunt flow, and a numb arm from cuddling. And I was just like, ooh, <laughs> sound like that. Sound like that sounds like a big. I hate it here. Miss Crazy Asian said, "Dick, I better be getting dick." Also, she's coming down from Canada, so I can't wait. To, we're gonna hang out tomorrow night. Um, Aspen dot Fuller dot Aspen said, "Dick or the kitty cat?" Haven't decided what my mood is yet. I stand a sexually fluid queen. Um, B Briscoe said, "Not a damn thing." Like a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all said absolutely nothing. Um, your favorite ball guy said, "A hot cup of nothing and a big bowl of steam." Okay. <laughs> but one true story said, "Same thing every year: some pussy and probably some comfortable shoes." I was like, "Yikes!" Um. Uh, Bond underscore Bond twenty sixteen said the same thing I got since we stopped giving classmates Valentine's Day nothing. Um, and Picasso underscore AS said all my hoes went back to their boyfriends this year, so nothing. <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Oh well. I don't know what I'm getting for Valentine's Day. I just I I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know if I'm getting anything. I do know how I will feel if I don't get anything. What are you so wait, what do you want to get, friend? This is my first Valentine's Day in eons. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I put it like this. I don't know what I want. I know I want more of a just pussy. I'll be honest with you. Like anything that you give me besides pussy, I'll look, I'll be happy with because it's something besides pussy. What I want, I want I just, I love flowers. I love roses. I love, my favorite flowers are peony, but that's very out of season. My second flavor flower is a sunflower. Also very out of season. So my favorite flower, like, I, I love roses though. You can never go wrong with roses or lilies or orchids. You can never go wrong with any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I pray that I receive flowers. I love flowers. I, as a matter of fact, I think my dad, my dad gets me flowers every year for Valentine's Day. My dad and my son get me flowers for Valentine's Day every year. You fucking better not say my son is my king, head ass nigga. Like, I felt it fucking coming, you head ass nigga. No, this ain't fucking that. 
at least you're not one of those parents that every Halloween. My son is my boyfriend. No. No, but, but at least you're not one of those parents that every Halloween dress that kid up as the nigga that left him. No. <laughs> for Valentine. As a matter of fact, for Valentine's Day. So, church announcements. Paul Cincinnati is opening. It is opening Valentine's Day. So it is opening up Valentine's Day. So shout out to Mantis. Shout out to team. Um, yeah, they, so they have juice crystals, um, holistic healing. Like it's like a really like a one stop shop for like getting your holistic wellness correct. Yes. So that actually opens up. The, I actually will be at the opening for that for a minute. I was, I'm leaving work early on Friday so I can go support. Um, I don't. I I don't know if I'm gonna be there because I also gotta like get ready for my whole valentine's day so i don't know if i'm gonna be there well i'll be there for the both of us um shout also never church announcement um since now young black professionals we have um third annual black history month salon at black coffee lounge on the 20th of february kind of i will be here for that um just a, a discussion about like it is it is the um 100th uh, like uh, anniversary of the act that got black people for right to vote initially it's also the 150th anniversary of a woman's suffrage act which got mm-hmm. white women the right to vote hey we're gonna keep it real and just kind of and so I, you ain't lying it just I, i've ooh, never mind and so different different day and so we're kind of a discussion as far as like a lot of things not just voting because a lot of people are disillusioned by our current government and our current governmental system so come out um rcp is in the event bright link that will be in the description below space is limited because black coffee is not the biggest place in the world space is limited um come on come on um final church announcement do we have uh do we have another church announcement Mm-mm. okay we're not authorized to say the other one yet my bad yeah we're not we blew it the first time we go blood second we time. did we totally blew it so but yeah, so um, long story short, man, I think. My, so can my, I end on a positive note? Yeah. So I think the positive note that I'm going to end on today is a quote that was said to me and it like it stuck and it was said. You were born because there's something that requires that requires you. So I'm read that you were born because there's something that needs to be done that requires you. Not anybody else. And I think I feel that a little bit more, especially because the past two days have been very, very heavy for me. But I got broad shoulders and I have great friends. And so they may not be able to carry the load for me, but they will definitely support my back. And just understand that you are surrounded by love, but you are also here on a mission. And if you have been told before, get serious about that mission. Get serious about your craft. Get serious about that side hustle. Get serious about it. It's yours. And so I love you. you and you are love. So be love. And in this week, positive. That's my note. Um, at the end of the day, we are the masters of our own fate and the captains of our own soul. So we have the ability to become whoever we want to be. Um, so understand that, honor that, believe in that. And also, don't use your ability to be whoever you want to be to be harmful to others exactly we're all trying to run the same race trying to achieve try to achieve similar levels of success and dreams we don't need to make it harder for each other love each other it's your girl ali nicole signing out it's your boy c diddy peace I'm gonna stop yeah. my spot. You caught a vibe, shooting shots. Why not?